fellow travellers, and welcome to Podcast 61 in our series, You Should Have Been There, with me, Simon Calder. And me, Mick Webb. And this week's podcast is devoted to Easter, and of course, the beginning of spring, all across the Northern Hemisphere. So for tomorrow, of course, we'll have the spring equinox, the sun right over the equator. Tomorrow morning, that will officially start the spring season. We'll go ahead and enjoy some springtime weather. Hi, tomorrow in the low 70s. More from the Texas Plains later. And also on the agenda today is Easter Island, which I think you've been lucky enough to visit, haven't you, Simon? I have, in the manner, indeed, in which a large proportion of travellers do as part of a round-the-world trip. And I think probably, like many people, I felt Easter Island was the absolute highlight. Well, I'm looking forward to um, uh, finding out why in a sec. But uh, I'd like to ask you, first of all, do you think Easter... Uh, in normal times, that is, is a good time to go away? Well, it is very symbolic, of course. That's why it is, well, there's all sorts of reasons why it's an important festival in Christian terms, the most important festival, some would say. But also it does mark spring and uh, rebirth and, of course, the idea that, um, in particular in Europe, that the continent is emerging from the depths of winter. We've just gone past the equinox of course which means that uh it's now getting lighter and lighter the further north you are which is always a good sense and certainly in terms of maybe the southern european uh nations uh, the mediterranean crete like malta um or maybe at the southern end of uh, of the iberian peninsula and it's also funnily enough in a normal year uh the end of the ski season and I've really enjoyed Easter ski trips because um, with a bit of luck, you've got some all right snow. But crucially, you've also got huge amounts of daylight and often quite a lot of sunshine. Oh, well, that's a good point, because um, I was thinking that normally uh, I try to avoid going anywhere at Easter because of the uh, huge queues. Um, and we've seen pictures every year of this is the busiest year for Gatwick Airport, flight cancellations, tens of thousands of people uh, sleeping in the departure lounge and all that yes. kind of thing. Yes, and that's also happened at um, Stansted and no doubt many other airports as well. But oddly... um. Easter Sunday in normal years, and of course there is nothing normal about this Easter, but Easter Sunday is a terrific day to fly, probably my favourite day of the year for one very specific reason, which is that it is incredibly low demand, which means that the fares are low and the planes and the airports are half empty because it's a Normally Sundays, as you know, are pretty busy. People are getting back from weekends, uh, business travellers getting in position to be where they need to be for Monday morning. Um, yet over Easter, because you've got the uh, the, the bank holiday and because people are typically going away for four or five days, the Sunday is a kind of bit of a void. So you can always find cheap flights, even at the last minute. And when you get to fly, you'll find it's all very smooth and easy. So uh, I, I would recommend uh, Easter Sunday as a good day to travel either there or back. Oh, well, thank you for that advice. Uh, and there is one Easter holiday from a few mm. years ago, which I remember very well, was to Malta. And um, before our recording, uh, I uh, looked out my family photo album uh, and I found a few photographs of that uh, that trip. And uh, <laughs> they did bring back uh, a flood of memories. Um, first of all, 
there's the uh, apartment block that we stayed in, um, which was actually in the middle of being built. And so there, <laughs> there is a, a crane, uh, quite a lot of uh, um, builders. And uh, somewhere in the building site was, um, was our flat, our holiday flat. Um, <laughs> and then there's, a, then there's a photo of a Russian cruise liner in uh, Valletta Harbour. And Valletta, absolutely lovely place. And then best of all... Um, a photograph of absolutely beautiful um, wildflowers, red, yellow uh, and white, um, which were carpeting these uh, fields, small fields, small fields divided up by dry stone walls. And this was, um, I think, because the uh, animals still hadn't been let out of their winter accommodation. So the uh, so the the. Uh, the forage which they would have chewed to down as soon as they were let out was still there and how utterly wonderful it looked so yeah i see what you mean about um, southern europe well and uh, such a contrast for example to um, july or august i mean i've been to malta in those months and it's the, the, the sense of freshness has completely gone and it, it all feels a bit kind of scorched and dry so easter a really good time to travel there we've been doing a bit of what i would loosely call research on places that uh, are actually named easter and they are very very few um in scotland for instance you've got easter ross which is kind of northeast of um uh inverness in scotland part, part of what used to be uh, ross and cromarty and uh, apart from that well, the one that springs to my mind, of course, is yeah. Easter Island with all those extraordinary stone heads, which I'm sorry to say is as much as I know about the place. Although I know you, Simon, have been there. So uh, maybe you could enlighten me a bit further. I think I should, because can you believe that I did a Twitter poll on where would people like to be on Easter Sunday 2021? This was in the olden days when we imagined that we would be anywhere we wanted to be. But uh, clearly that was uh, uh, over optimistic. Um, the UK entry was um, <laughs> Egg in Scotland, um, where they were hoping actually to have the Egg Film Festival over Easter this year. Um, on the Isle of Wight, we've got the uh, legendary Chocolate Island Sweet Shop in God's Hill. Um, there's Rabbit Island in Japan, but clear winner um, scoring twice as many as anybody else was Easter Island in Chile. And it is a very, very tough place to reach and even more difficult to leave because it is so wondrous. It's a, basically a volcanic fragment. Um, if you've been to, say, the Canaries or the Azores, you'll, you'll kind of recognise the idea. But with that unique dimension of those stone figures, huge heads everywhere um, that, that were a kind of island industry. And you can walk around and just find half-finished heads dotted around. Um, oh, can I just interrupt you? I mean, do you just find yeah. these uh, these things, which I think are huge, aren't they, uh, all over the place? I imagine they'd be grouped together in some kind of um, curated site like Stonehenge. Uh, they are not. They're strewn around all over the place and you can stumble upon you know, half half built statues and uh, they are uh, just 
what they do is that they confer what would be in any uh, circumstances an idyllic, beautiful, dramatic island with this extraordinary extra dimension. And uh, Easter Island, of course, called Easter Island because that was the day when the Europeans got there. Jakob Rogevin um, arrived uh, on uh, Easter Sunday, 1722. So a big big anniversary next year 400 300 years um and then of course once the europeans arrived um it all started going wrong but it's now being revived of course and generally tourism is a really good thing and very very difficult and expensive to get to best built into a round the world trip by a specialist round the world operator so if you get marooned there for ages because you can't fly out due to the mists, um, what what is there to do apart from um, go looking for more of these amazing uh, statues? Well, uh, luckily, you are in an incredibly civilised and beautiful island, which is part of Chile. So all the benefits of fantastic wine, great food, you could, you're at the end of the world, uh, more than 2000 miles from the coast of uh, Chile, but uh, you, you are able to live absolutely splendidly. And every day you can go off and explore another corner of this astonishingly diverse island how how big is it by the way oh it's i'm gonna say the same size as the isle of wight um (laughs) it's yeah about that size only some would say even more dramatic uh (laughs) and and just full of extraordinary geology with with great lakes and uh the, the sense that that this is the end of the earth but in a very good way yeah i think there's some parallels there it's not twinned with the isle of wight is it no it's not twinned with the isle of wight but that would be a really good idea well you heard it first here on you should have been there (laughs) um now i haven't been anywhere called easter apart from easter house estate in glasgow which i visited once so um i decided that i would travel virtually which we're all getting quite used to now um And I found a place called Easter in Castro County in Texas. Um, It's uh, about 50 miles southwest of Amarillo, which is the uh, nearest place that I could find, which I'd actually heard of. And um, I started on Google Street View at the Greyhound bus station there. And then I uh, made my way, uh, first of all, down a, a very main road and interstate interstate 27 uh, and then i turned off onto uh, a i think they're federal roads aren't they simon us 60 yes they're federal highways yeah, okay. yes absolutely. and then um, through a hamlet with the lovely name of dawn a small town called hereford which actually i think is pronounced hereford um, around those parts and then turned off down an f M road, which apparently means a farm to market road, which is a kind of brilliant idea, isn't it? Well, I, I especially I, I think farm to market. Yes, it shows it describes perfectly their existence there. And um, well, maybe we should invent that here in uh, in South London, a kind of um, H let's think uh, HA road um, home to Aldi. <laughs> well, the countryside um, down there is, I would say, completely flat there's uh, hardly a tree mostly maize fields although when google street view 
um, passed by. I think it must have been after the harvest because there's no sign of any crops, just bare earth. A very occasional cow, an even more occasional farmstead, sort of single story <laughs> buildings like oases. And then I eventually arrived at a junction where uh, a left turn should mm. have taken me to Easter. Um, and I travelled through it for, I suppose, a couple of miles, and I saw a couple of uh, a, a couple of uh, farmsteads. Uh, I saw a cotton gin um, for processing cotton, which is one of the crops that they grow uh, in profusion around here. Um, and I couldn't see any reference at all to Easter. So um, now I'm going to conduct an uh, experiment here, and I am going to um, see whether I can actually. Go Ooh. back to the same junction. Uh, this, so I'm on. Uh, so this is where FM one o five five meets uh, another uh, FM road, and I'm going to turn this time. Uh, I'm going to turn due uh, um, west rather than east and see what happens. So uh, just just while you're steering, can I can I steer people into the right direction of where approximately we are? We're in the Texas Panhandle, which is um, this kind of rectangular shape, which juts north into um, Oklahoma, um, very, very close, actually, to uh, both Kansas and to Colorado. And it's northwest of Dallas and pretty much in the middle of nowhere. You might possibly kind of go through there on interstate 40 um, but you probably wouldn't notice very much if you did well i'm going to shout eureka because while you were placing it uh, i i have i've traveled about <clears throat> i suppose it would be a mile in real terms and i have come upon a sign one of those um, um, american uh, signs which is on a green background with white lettering and it says easter uh, uh, so I'm going to hang on. Uh, I'm going to take a picture of it, and we will put it on the uh, on the website. So let me just uh, let me just take a take a photo. Uh, camera. Okay, here we go. Ah, there we go. Okay. So um, absolutely. Oh, we're so brilliant. So I, I'm now. Um, I, I'm now feel that. Uh, I have achieved my uh, my goal. Um, uh, although it has to be said, there's not all that much there, really, um, uh, because uh, other than the sign, um, I suppose I couldn't have expected very much because uh, I think at the last census, 30 people lived uh, uh, in Easter and I, I wasn't actually able to uh, find any of them to telephone and uh, ask what it was like living there but uh, what I did uh, manage to find was a local radio station uh, which which is um, broadcast from a town well it's the county town of Dimmit which is uh, about 12 miles uh, south of Easter and that's where Easter's children go to school where you can find a pizza hut a bank and a, and a radio station KDHN The Twister, and uh, I listened to some of it. BMW Aerial Spring here in Dimmit is the one stop shop for your farming operations. 
Aerial applicators are highly trained professionals who have made large investments in their businesses. Maximum crop yields and weed and pest control are the top priorities of B&W Aerial Spraying in Demet. Well, it's a commercial station, obviously, and um, the adverts are obviously aimed at farmers and farmers with uh, large amounts of land which uh, need aerial crop spraying if you're um, actually going to uh, manage them. In today's ag weather forecast, looking ahead for the next several days, we'll start off with a nice warm-up. The weather forecast is also very important and particularly important round here because the twister, KDHN the twister, gives a bit of a clue to it. Uh, this is tornado country uh, and I think that uh, uh, Easter does tend to mark the beginning of the tornado season, although I believe they can um, <clears throat> they can occur at uh, any time of the year. So, so I think the word storm has has sort of a bit more um, a bit more importance than it does over here. Uh, I, th- I think you are right. Um, they, 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 and of course, people very often will go travelling in search of twisters. Actually, tornado chasing. News Channel 10, I'm Doppler Dave on New Country, AM 1470, The Twister, KDHN. Well, the undoubted stars of uh, Radio KDHN are Todd and Nancy, who I think are the owners. And every weekday morning uh, for about half an hour, they just chat about their daily life. Um, and on this particular occasion, their recent trip into the pulsating metropolis of Amarillo. Now, what you need to know as background is that um, earlier in March, Governor Greg Abbott of Texas um, actually went to Montelongo's Mexican restaurant in Lubbock, which is south of Amarillo and Easter, uh, to say that because of the medical advancements of vaccines, um, Texas can protect Texans from the virus and we're going to open everything 100%. So suddenly, uh, forget lockdown, forget masks, forget everything. Um, Texas is open for business. Well, we had a big wait yesterday in Emerald to have something to eat, even at one o'clock in the afternoon. Oh my gosh, it is spring. We didn't even think about spring break. One of the things we like about our schedule being early in the morning, we start earlier than everyone else, is that we get to enjoy restaurants without a crowd. And not yesterday. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) There was a 45-minute wait at the Olive Garden, so we go to Cheddar's, get into the bar area, have to sit at a high top, but that's mine. I didn't mind sitting there. The, The seats were comfortable, and the table was big enough. And, and you know, the last time we were in there, all of that was closed. People just, you know, people have been, for a year, it's been all of this staying at home, cooped up, can't go where you want to go, all these restrictions, and now they just don't want to do it anymore. Even when there's a blizzard, they get out and they drive around and take their kids to get haircuts and go to the store, go to restaurants, 45-minute wait for lunch? For lunch? Who does that? (laughs) We drove by, was it Wendy's or what was it yesterday? There was an Arby's Arby's. that we drove by and the sign said drive-through only and there was not one car in that parking lot. People are sick of that. Nobody wants to go through drive-through. They want to come inside and sit down. You know, and most restaurants, as soon as the governor opened it, they said, okay, come on in. Tired eating in the car. They're 100%. Why not? All right, we got to go. It's already at five oh. after eight, so we'll be back next week. Okay, now we're done for today, and we'll be back next week. New country. I love country music. I grew up country. 
1470. You know, I'm actually quite tempted uh, when things um, return to some sort of semblance of normality to try and get to Easter, if only uh, to be able to, on my return journey, ask someone, is this the way to Amarillo or rather sing it? <laughs> Lucky them. Where would you rather spend your Easter then, on, on my Texas plains or your island? Well, there's many other places. Um, let me take you to the coast of Nova Scotia in eastern Canada and the White Point Beach Resort, which is just unbelievably full of bunny rabbits. Yes, you can barely move five feet without um, a, a flock or whatever the, the <laughs> correct term is of, of these the, these animals. It's also an exquisite place to be with a wonderful beach. Uh, you're uh, uh, very much adrift, again, sort of slightly on the edge of the world, but um, with lovely cabins you can stay in. And of course, th there will be many people, uh, Christians, who will be thinking, well, I want to be um, in the Holy Land. And that uh, is clearly... It based in Jerusalem, the the Easter story. So uh, there's various places you can you could normally go to. So the Garden of Gethsemane, where um, Christ was arrested before his crucifixion, the Via Doloroso, the Way of Grief. Um, that's where Jesus walked carrying his his cross. That's within the uh, the old city of Jerusalem, um, and. Uh, then maybe you would go up to Golgotha, this hill um, outside the walls of the old city of Jerusalem, and that's where uh, Christ was was crucified. And then don't forget the Church of the Resurrection, as the uh, uh, Orthodox Church calls it, the Church of the Holy Sepulchre, if you're a Western Christian, and that's where um, uh, Christ was was buried and and the resurrection took place. So all these lovely places to go in one of the world's most outstanding cities. But of course, there is all kinds of uh, um, political, uh, religious struggles taking place over Jerusalem, sadly. Anyway, neither you, Mick, nor I can get anywhere near there. So where, where else can you go take me for a religious experience? Well, if you can't get that far, um, you could, of course, uh, consider Spain, where the uh, Holy Week celebrations are second to none. Uh, they tend to last the whole of the of, of, of the uh, week uh, leading up to um, Easter Sunday. And um, uh, they always involve processions and often... Um, huge and wonderfully decorated floats um, accompanied by figures cloaked in white robes and, and uh, sometimes rather sinister conical hoods. Um, um, people usually associate the uh, best of the Semana Santa processions with the uh, Andalusian cities of Seville and Malaga. And you get hundreds of thousands of spectators so if the crowds are not your thing uh, then probably avoid them but um, there are other places which are uh, which are less crowded and arguably more interesting I mean Zamora which is one of the smaller cities in the northern region of Castilla Leon has the oldest and most beautiful pasos some of which are designed by famous artists and um and they're well worth a look. 
the best day really to go is uh, Maundy Thursday, actually. Uh, so that's the one before the main uh, Easter right. uh, weekend. And that's when people traditionally stay out in the street all night after the processions. And um, everything culminates yeah. in this, uh, La Procesión de las Cinco de la Mañana. That's the 5 a.m. procession, five in the morning procession. And that's commonly referred to as the procession of the drunks. Um, and uh, I, I might say that, and I don't know if this is partly to um, uh, help with the hangover, uh, events are rounded off on Easter Sunday with a traditional meal of ham and eggs, um, which marks the end of Lent. How wonderful. That, that sounds uh, a, 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 a joy to be in and a joy to plan, let's hope, for next uh, uh, Easter um, or the week before it, um, I have heard, by the way, that uh, actually in, in these great Andalusian locations, finding somewhere to stay is incredibly difficult. So you might want to start planning very, very much right now. Good advice. Well, to finish with today and a reminder of how this pandemic caught us all so unaware, we thought we would take you back to a podcast we made exactly a year ago. Now, I'd just gone back from a long planned visit to Yemen. And uh, I just got back from a surreal trip to the local Tesco's supermarket. Um, we called the podcast Coronavirus versus the Travel Bug. And I think it's fair to say COVID-19 won the first round hands down. One of the things I have noticed um, is that uh, the changes in, in um, the country in daily life have actually made it like travelling in another country. So uh, that has been, uh, well, I suppose, like going to somewhere like Medellin, uh, both kind of vaguely sort of amazing but also rather scary or it was in the days when we went there now um the the experience i had over here was on sunday last as the enormity of everything suddenly began to hit home steph uh, my partner and i went to a local tesco's we we turned up 10 minutes before opening but uh, had failed to take into account the fact that people might have turned up an hour before opening so um then, obviously, um, mayhem, total chaos, somewhat controlled, but the queues for people checking out inevitably got incredibly in the way of the people trying to actually strip the shelves. So it, it was a bit like driving in Cairo, shall we say, quite challenging. If, if I may, this makes it sound like um, the Soviet Union in the early 1980s, when... Uh, people would uh, stampede whenever some some goods arrived in a sh in a shop, and everybody, of course, carried around a perhaps bag, which was a, a, a bag in their pocket just in case they got to a shop and they had some things in it. But um, can I uh, can I move on then to ask you what what you're up to now? I'm I'm for a long time had the title of travel correspondent of the Independent. I'm now the can't travel. Uh, correspondent at the Independent, and um, that's a matter of considerable regret. However, it is, of course, um, and, and uh, well, there's, there's a great saying: never miss the opportunity of uh, to make something of a good crisis. Um, and one of the people I was on this uh, trip with in Yemen was 
attempting, as we were in the most inaccessible place in, in internet terms, to speak to his broker to short, i.e. sell shares he didn't have, um, in cruise lines. And he, he, he got very, very agitated when um, uh, it proved that the technology let him down because he wanted to sell imaginary shares in, and, and, and then watch the price of them decline and then take real money out as profit so uh yeah utter utter disarray and uh, and, and dissonance yes well it takes more than a deadly virus to stop an investor and i suppose you've got to say that he picked the right horse uh, if he was uh, trying to short cruise liners Next week's podcast is going to be about those travel plans, possibly including cruises, that you have had to put on hold during this past year. Here's an example from Nikki, who says, I was finally going to Rome with my other half and my parents. Now, that's a trip that will never happen due to the age of my parents. It makes me so sad, missed memories and shared experiences. Um, so do join us for those trips that never were. Hopefully some of them still will be. Best way to get in touch is simply to tweet us at you should have BT. You should have been there. And of course, we welcome your Easter recommendations as well. And don't forget, you can send us an audio message at anchor.fm slash you should have been there. But until next week's podcast from uh, me, Mick Webb, and me, Simon Calder. Goodbye. Goodbye and Happy Easter. <laughs>